The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody, and happy Hanukkah. Um, today, we are going to talk very, very much about careers, employment, job market, um, and we have with us today a friend of mine, Gary Sanger, who is the president of Sanger Associates. And um, Gary Sanger is an executive recruiting consultant, which I want most listeners to understand. He really looks out for the best candidates for companies. So Gary works very, very closely with the people who need to um, bring in talent to their companies and tries very hard to make the best match between talent and what the companies are looking for, but he certainly knows a lot about how to um, approach the job market from the other side as well. Welcome, Gary. Good morning. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Did I, did I give you a nice little intro there? I appreciate it. Right on. Right on target. I think that um, particularly when times are bad, I know that you hear this a lot from friends, um, and they figure that because you are an executive recruiter that you can find anybody a job. And I think that there's a little bit of a disconnect there. You provide a service to companies who are looking for, you know, A-type talent. And sometimes... You know, that's confused with, well, you know, Gary's in the recruiting business, so he could get me a job. And, you know, it, it, that's, not really, that's not really quite true, but I think that you could have some helpful hints. Am I correct? That is correct. Thank you. Good, good, because I didn't want everybody to kind of go into your, you know, find your email address and say, hey, Gary, help, and hearing all of the sad stories that are kind of going on in this very, very flat job market. And this job market is kind of the most flat that, you know, I've seen it for a long time, and I'm sure that you'll agree. Well, I do agree, but I will say it is what it is. And so when you look back at the mid-08 time period through 09, you know, it was at its worst as it relates to perhaps all the way back to the 30s, which I don't recall personally. But when you look at the last year, the market absolutely has leveled itself out. It has greatly improved. Of course, when it's that awful, it's always easier to say that it's, uh, it's gotten better. Right, right. I mean, well, look, that's why we, um, you know, we as a society are all going through sort of a filter recalibration and reset in, you know, in, in everything that, you know, in everything that comes with... Uh, you know, a bursted bubble. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I'm an avid sports fan, and so as I'm dying a few deaths here these last few games from the Lakers, you know, I've got to believe that Lee, but Coach Jackson is going to make some adjustments. Here you are with a new economy from this last year and a half, uh, or last two and a half years. You make adjustments. You know, we as a retained search firm, we always have two clients. We have our corporate client who has the opening and wants us to go out and find some very specific kind of talent. They make the rules. And we also, at the same time, have our uh, candidates whom we screen. And, you know, after looking at literally thousands of resumes, we'll end up with a few dozen that, in fact, match the criteria, and then it's a qualitative fit. So we end up with two clients. We end up with the candidate that fits the criteria, might get the offer, and then has to do the work. So we want to have a win-win for uh, for both sides of it. Right, right. And, um, you know, it's we it's great that you know both sides of the coin, like how to help a company with its operational um, searches and goals and all of that kind of stuff, but also knowing the supreme talent. You know, you have to have a pool of who they are. You have to, and if you don't, you have to really know how to find them, don't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's not only the passive, uh, it's not only the active job candidates, quite frankly. We have a database of some 50,000 uh, individuals. We've also recently joined an organization called IRC Global Executive Search Partners, one of the top 15 executive search uh, organizations in the globe. And so we are able then to take those in our database doing direct research into target companies and really get a dance card of very highly qualified candidates to, uh, to be considered. If I'm a candidate, uh, I just would make a couple of very quick suggestions. It's got to be simply clear on what it is that you're trying to find, where your skills are. So the focus, the clarity of it, and being able to quickly describe and shortly describe what it is you're trying to find. What's really annoying to us, and frankly, the laborious resume that goes on and on and on and doesn't describe what you're really trying to find, we'll go on to the next one where we do understand it. It's very interesting that you bring that up, and I'm going to throw a little bit of a wild card in because it's an email that I got last night, but I want you to... It matches exactly what you're saying, and it sort of blew me away because it it was done the the resume and the target was so specific exactly the way you're saying, and this is really primary talent and um you know I'm going to be able to help him because of how specific it was, and he is you know, he was the corporate controller for Playboy Enterprises, Inc., and you know that, you know, that's my alma mater, Um, you know, for 30 years. um, Extraordinary talent. I mean, if you know Playboy Enterprises and know how challenging it is to keep the financials in order in a publicly traded company that's 70% private, you know, you have to be really, really good and sensitive um, he's into, you know, tax compliance and all of the things that, you know, a Fortune 500 publicly traded company would need on the accounting, operational, financial, bean counting side, right? I mean, he's, he's the guy. I mean, it's not, and, you know, he's extraordinary talent, um, based in Chicago, 
And um, look, you know, Playboy's changing. It's not the same Playboy that it was, so a lot of the people who were there, you know, in my class have no choice but to either retire or, you know, look for another, you know, another possibility. And the reason why it matches so much what you are saying is he did two things. A very short resume. It didn't need to be a novel. I mean, this guy has very, very impressive senior-level experience, so it didn't have to read like four pages, okay? Then he attached a marketing plan, and the marketing plan targeted exactly which companies he'd like to go to, and there were about 30 of them. His preference, staying in the Chicago area, but is open to looking into other opportunities if they match his target. And I said to myself, as a marketer, you know, not as a recruiter, but as a marketer, this guy is doing exactly the right thing. I mean, what happened was is he identified some companies, and I know some people at those companies, so I'm going to send his resume on to those specific companies. And, you know, he says in his cover note, did you know that 85% of the companies that are hiring do not advertise this? And, um, you know, and uh, he probably picked that up somewhere. I don't know, because he's not a marketing guy. He's a bean counter, a senior level one at that. But, I, you know, it really struck me as a live tool to help this guy who I highly recommend and I've, you know, endorsed because I've watched him and worked with him for, you know, 16 years, you know, help him get a, a new gig. Well, I think that's really a perfect story. Uh, on, number one, the clarity of what a resume ought to say. If in the 10 or 15 seconds, and imagine us as uh, executive search folks that see thousands, or imagine a recruiter at XYZ company that sees thousands, you ought to be able to portray your story in 10 or 15 seconds with clarity as to what it is you've done and what you're looking for. You know, the next key point I think that you make, now why would this person get successful? He is using his warm inner circle, his network of people that know him, like yourself, and you're going to refer that on. If I get one of those resumes from you, as we've known each other for quite some time, I'm going to look at that first. That is going to be a warm introduction versus the cold resume of uh, thousands of others of whom I don't know. Exactly. I mean, it's, you know, it's a person you know, like, and trust to a person you know, like, and trust, and it's going to be given consideration. And then when it's a person that actually has the meat <laughs> and the experience, I mean, come on, it's um, almost a no-brainer. And I, I just thought it was very, very serendipitous that I received this. I haven't heard from um, you know, my my friend and former coworker, you know, for about eight years, okay, and then all of a sudden he, you know, it, it says to Cindy Rakowitz marketing plan. I thought he was maybe like, you know, asking for a marketing plan for a gig for me, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, it is marketing. I mean, if someone is out there trying to get a new job, it is marketing, and having some idea as to which markets are warm which ones are relative to your background, going into your former coworkers, your former bosses, your vendors, your customers, and making them aware as to what you're trying to find, I think that is uh, extremely key. And I would also tell you, I believe that in certainly this market that's going to be this market for quite some time, I think God, job candidates should also have that equal hat on called consultant. 
The consultant is typically then someone that can audition for a job. Many companies are using that as a place to fix their pain, do some uh, product introductions, do some product expansion. And if you have that opportunity, you know, clearly you then can also be a consultant rather than just looking for a full-time job, which there are clearly fewer of those than there were two years ago. Well, I think you're exactly right. And plus, it when you're a consultant, it puts you in the market rather than out of the market. And everybody knows that um, people who are hiring are looking for somebody that's not cold. Um, they're looking for somebody that's alive, that's active, that's keeping their contacts. I mean, really, you know, who wants to see somebody that says, well, I can't help it that the job market has been so bad, so I really haven't been doing anything much except for looking for a job for the last two years. You're kind of out of the market. You're looked at like soggy. Uh, well said. Um, you know, if you look so- at trends, we have seen in the, in the last couple of weeks we have filled a uh, key position in the head of HR for a nonprofit We've also taken on a new search, which I'm really pleased about uh, for the CEO position of a major nonprofit here in the uh, Southern California area. But the biggest trend, I think, has been in the openings for sales, sales executives, business development executives. Think about what corporations, what companies are, are trying to solve. They're trying to solve a top-line problem and get revenue to grow again so they have a bottom line. So those of you that may have been executives in the past that have been able to attract new customers, carry the bag, go out and build businesses, you may have to step back a step and go in and show again what you can do by uh, racking up points on the uh, scoreboard as it relates to new customers. So that sales business development, some of the uh, trends that I saw Nearly 30% of the new jobs out there are in this sales business development area that uh, I found online here with uh, jobs uh, at AOL.com. They are really in, in bigger demand than I think anyone would realize. Well, listen, we're going to have to take a quick break. You know how these segments are short, but I want to come back to that, Gary, after the commercial to talk a little bit more about sales development. So stand by. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this quick break. My pleasure. Thank you. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. 
Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with Gary Sanger, and we had a very, very educational first segment, very beefy. I think that if you haven't had the opportunity to hear it yet, um, please Feel free to go back and listen to the beginning of the show. Um, we're with Gary Sanger, and he is an executive recruiting consultant and um, very, very helpful hints about um, approaching the job market today. And Gary started to talk about um, some of the talents that are very much needed out there, and we were talking about experience in sales and business development um, because companies really at this point want to grow their business, want to bring in revenue. Everybody went through um, a pretty tough time in this financial recalibration. Um, very, very few companies can say that they, you know, raced through it with, you know, extraordinary success. Um, numbers are pretty flat not only in the USA, but globally. Um, But if you really have solid um, sales and business development experience where you could bring in money, revenue, new clients, new business, this is something that's very very much on top of um, companies' radars. Is that, did I say that? Did I repeat that well, Gary? I think so, yeah. I believe as you, uh, you come through difficult times where an awful lot of trimming was done by corporations, you then go back and say, look, we're going to have to grow the top line because we've taken all the costs out that we possibly can. And now it translates then to companies getting very clear on their growth strategy getting very clear on what markets they want to penetrate or add to, whether that's by product or by geography. I think they may need to to zoom in on the particulars, but zoom out, meaning what's our overall strategy and the kind of people that can help us, the kind of executives that can help us, they've got to be in clear alignment to what our corporation wants to do. It's not the company that, you know, has an individual, they're out one day, they talk to somebody, they sound good, 
They're a friend of a friend. You go and hire them without any regard to your master plan about where the company's going and really specifically what that company needs for talent, both for today's needs as well as uh, years to come. Can you, um, I know that everything that, the transactions that you handle are pretty much confidential, but can you give an XY scenario of, um, you know, you know, a widget company that might want to increase its sales of widgets, for example, in Europe and how, what kind of executive they might be looking for to do that? I can translate that to a consulting services company. This is an organization that uh, we've had the pleasure of serving. They're a uh, mid-range consulting firm that service into the Fortune 100 client base. We have just completed a search for them where they wanted to uh, develop further relationships into the pharma world, both over-the-counter as well as uh, as other kinds of drugs. And so this uh, focus was then having to have a Rolodex of Fortune 100 experiences, <clears throat> pardon me, and secondly, having to have had to work in a company of that size before. So that position was filled position was offered and accepted just this week. The same client now wants to make sure that the delivery system in their consulting organization is likewise as strong. So they are asking us to go find additional client services executives to assist with that particular delivery of, uh, of goods. Yeah, well, I, no, I, so I think I, I'm hoping that the listeners are really actively listening here because you're giving a lot of great advice. Um, I, you know, I want to recap a little bit. You know, warm referrals, targeted um, marketing plans, very short, very precise. I, I should take back the word plans because it's not really a plan. Targeted marketing of where you want to go, what size company you want to work for, perhaps a list of companies that you have identified, but why your talents are, you know, are, are a hot connection for these companies that might be looking. And, you know, no novels, no 10-page resumes. People don't have the time. People don't have the interest. Nobody really wants to see how well you can write until later. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. My colleague, Catherine Hayes, uh, says those resumes that have that first page or two of junk, meaning it reads like a dictionary, we don't want to take the energy and take the time to try to understand when you accomplished all those issues. Put them back into the time frame that you did that. Likewise, where corporations ought to have plans about what they want to do with their business, where they want to expand, it's the candidate that can be very specific about Here's my experience strategically, which industries, and then I can zoom in on the particular example of what I did, what I accomplished, what revenues I brought in, what results I was able to, uh, to make, telling both the big picture as well as the sea uh, the level picture for, uh, for your experiences, I think is very, very helpful. Now, I wanted to ask your opinion um, on social media and the use of LinkedIn because 
from my experience, because, and you know, I became, I'm sort of an evangelist because you know me. And what do you mean, sort of an evangelist? I think you may have been an initiator there. Uh, well, well, thank you for that. Um, but what what keeps on happening because LinkedIn really limits what you can say about yourself and forces you to um, put bullet points in about yourself in the way, Gary, that you're suggesting that people should do it in a resume. I mean, it doesn't really have much space for narrative. It's like, what company did you work for and when? Okay, and what was your title, right? That's it. And what I'm finding is, you know, there are recruiters that contact me. I'm not, you know, looking for a corporate job right now, but... um you know, but a lot of recruiting types are contacting me because when recruiters are looking for, you know, a person that has 30 years of experience in my industry, they want to see some recommendations and they see them, right? Um, you know, it it makes me, I guess, move up to the top because it. I, I filled in my LinkedIn profile the way that you're supposed to fill in your LinkedIn profile. So, um, and also, I am getting some consulting gigs out of it. Um, and I, I, how do you see it as a tool? How does it help you in terms of, you know, when when you're doing a search? Do you use it much? Do you maybe you don't have to because you have enough offline contacts and offline experience? I'm just curious about that. You know, I was thinking as you were describing that, uh, the old badge 714, the Dragnet series, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. Ah, that's and well said. <laughs> when you start to say, what does a LinkedIn uh, provide you? We use it a great deal as a tool. It's like you as a candidate would use your resume as a tool. And what do these have as their first job? It's to get somebody to talk to you. So out of the thousands of people, out of the tens and hundreds of thousands of people out there, the description of yourself, what you've done, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's in your resume, or even as importantly, leaving a voicemail for a recruiter or for a hiring manager, and it rambles on and on, and it doesn't have the clarity on it. And how do you get clarity? You practice it. To me, the job then is if that gets you to talk to somebody by phone or in person, you truly have to be able to readily deliver the goods. And candidates, to me, you've got to have a preference. I've got five basic questions I ask every person. Number one, what are you looking for in the industry? What's your preference? Number two, what's your preference for the kind of company? What what do you feel best at? Number three, what kind of a role are you looking for? Number four, what are your terms geographically as to what you can do, what you can't do? And number five, what's the salary? What's the compensation package you've been used to, you've earned before, rather, and let that history then kind of govern where it is the hiring person might want to want to go with it. And so the clarity from those five points of view completely helps the recruiter, completely helps the, uh, the company to know if this is something, if this is somebody, rather, that we should invest some time in to learn more about them. And I think that's so helpful, Gary, such helpful advice. We're coming to the end of this segment in another two minutes, but I wanted to start asking you the question, and then we could continue in the next segment um, in terms of what industries are hiring. You talked about what um, positions are ideal and what talents are ideal, 
but I wanted to dedicate the next couple of segments to hot industries that you have on your radar, and we could start, you know, talking about it now and then continue into the next couple of segments. All right. Uh, so is that a question? It is. <laughs> <laughs> You're on, Gary. You're on. Okay. The industry's doing a little research on this before I got uh, you know, got on in this morning. The industry's hiring older workers. I thought that was an interesting topic that came up. I love that. The industry really... hiring older workers, and they would be the three top ones, including healthcare, including education, and not so surprising, government. Those were the three areas indicated here in this uh, report that I found that are hiring older workers. And uh, of course, you have the green industry trend is is another area in is general that I think is gaining a lot of momentum. Is it a trend or is it something here to stay? Oh, I think it's here to stay. I mean, think about what we have in the way of the environment and what we are doing to the environment. I think there's no question that this is here to stay. It's not the uh, flavor of the week. Well, okay. Well, we're going to come back to that in the next segment because I think it's really important, particularly putting the information together with the first segment of the show and the second segment of the show and, you know, how you might best market yourself and and be precise in your targeting along with, you know, what you're seeing are, you know, hot industries. So everybody stand by, don't go away, and we'll be back with Gary right after this commercial break. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com In the spirit of Have Couch Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling. Whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. 
never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with Gary Sanger, the um, executive recruiting consultant from Heaven. I like that. Executive I, uh, I'll take that. Uh, the firm name Sanger Associates. We're located here in the Los Angeles area. We do uh, national and global work, and we're also affiliated with IRC Global Executive Search Partners. Okay, and do you? So you do a lot of global work. We personally don't do a lot of global work, but our uh, Sister organizations, and there are more than 40 of them, we've just joined them in the last month, you know, have offices throughout the world. And so uh, the opportunity then to refer business to uh, our sister organizations that whether it's a Europe client or whether it's an Asian client or whether it's here in the U.S. and they want to expand there, it gives us a bigger footprint. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's fantastic, and congratulations on Thank the Strategic Alliance. You. It certainly opens up more opportunities for you. Smart business. I always think that Strategic Alliances, um, you know, you can't go wrong with them. Well, I, uh, I appreciate that, and I think in that same vein, if candidates are looking where they can land their next job, their new career, those alliances, let's, I mean, I mean the green industry, for example, you know, it's relatively new in the momentum that it has now. How would I, as a as an executive, as a manager, as a professional, how would I get into green? I think this is kind of a nice case study when you mm-hmm. think about Please, yes. the companies that are in there doing your research, finding out what they really do in the green world, maybe understanding companies that aren't and probably should consider that. You know, it's almost like going back to college and trying to do research on what companies in it now are doing and how some of those services, some of those products might align with what your experience has been before. I believe that you could uh, join a number of associations that have the, the green emphasis. There are a lot of alliances out there between certain countries, between Europe, between the U.S. that uh, are in this space. There are consulting opportunities that, uh, even though you perhaps don't know a ton about it, but if you're a sales executive, a business development executive, selling is selling, and relationships are relationships, and that might be a good bridge for someone that's looking for a a new career area. Well, might I add also that um, you, you mentioned that it's like going back to school, but there is, there is certification. It's called LEED, which you know of. And um, I know a lot of lawyers and, um, 
you know, marketers and, you know, other professionals who are getting their lead certification because if you do your research in the green world, lead certification is kind of the, you know, really the standards and education and basic knowledge that a green company might be looking for. Um, it's, you know, I, I think that that might be something great that a professional can look into. I agree with you, and I think some of the alliances, perhaps some of the relationships that the executive would have had before with their uh, accounting firm, think about the CPA firm that has a variety of clients out there. I suspect some of their firm's clients are having issues with this and could use some help. So that might be another avenue where you get a warm introduction, back to our comments on the previous section, Mm -hmm. of... uh, using your marketing skills and your warm network skills to get you into that kind of an opportunity. No, I, I think that's very true. Any other um, industries in addition to green that are hot on the radar? You mentioned healthcare, of course. Well, I think healthcare is that constant that, uh, you know, that is out there. The, um, the other industries, let me get my notes here. The world... I mean, think about what is happening now in the world of security. There's certainly a lot of controversy now about how you get on a plane and you know, what kind of uh, viewing of the body is taking place. It would seem to me that individuals that have a great deal of technology skills, individuals that have a great deal of process skills, there might be some ways there that uh, you know, the generation of scanning that we have now could change drastically here over the next uh, quarters and years. And if you Law have some skills there. mixed with um, technology. Exactly, exactly. So the government world, the education world, you know, clearly are uh, fields that are uh, perhaps growing at the, at the most rapid rate. Education, how so? Because what the layman hears, the man in the street hears, is that teachers are getting pink slips all over the, all over the place. So when you say education, please... You know, be a little bit more specific. Well, I'm not sure I'm a. I'm, I'm, first of all, I know what I'm not. I'm not an expert in this particular field, but That's in, the okay. Okay. in the statistics that I see, I see that there's an inordinate amount of teachers that are in their mid, late 50s, early 60s that are going to be retiring here in the next five to 10 years. And it seems to me that you may want to find a new field. And if you have an expertise that, say, the community college, the uh, junior college in your area might have in their in, in certain vocations that they might have an interest in you. It would be certainly to be an area to explore. I think that makes sense in a general, you know, as general advice and trend watching and statistics evaluation. So the government world. I mean, clearly we've seen a drastic increase in the governmental jobs, and so I think as as you have relationships into uh, you know, your various political leaders, an inquiry there would, uh, I think, make a great deal of sense. And Well, it, yeah, it's interesting. Again, you know that the government has to cut back. I think they have to be smarter and maybe employing better quality people is part of the plan because there's a lot so. of cutbacks that have to be made, the government has to figure out 
and this isn't a people thing, it's an overspending thing in general, right? But as they are hunkering down and becoming more efficient, there's going to be a need for different talent. No, I agree with you. We have an opportunity now that uh, has, again, come about just like, individuals are out there trying to find their next job through warm networking. I've been introduced to someone that uh, is starting a new business that's going to have an awful lot of the emphasis on homeland security and the opportunity to enter that market, the opportunity to go build product for that particular market could be uh, substantial when we think about what the world is, uh, is at war and we've been in it far too long. This is an opportunity for us to uh, help that particular organization develop a management team, penetrate the market, you know, both on a marketing, sales, business development standpoint, but also on a manufacturing basis to so go out and, really off and build, the, build the product. So we're very excited about that specific opportunity for, uh, for Sanger Associates. So this is Homeland Security and Defense? Correct. You know, look, I mean, that's very encouraging to hear because – you know, as, you know, a person that's interested in history, um, we all know that it's the great military complex, as Eisenhower called it, you know, that really ignites the economy. I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be misinterpreted as being pro-war or anything like that, but, you know, it's when you are building product or manufacturing product for homeland security or defense, um, it has a way of igniting the economy. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, In the meantime, um, well, we, we have a couple of more minutes, and then we have to wrap up, and I don't want to miss asking you any important questions. Very, This is important for you. What mistakes do companies make when they're hiring an executive? Because that's where you could be very helpful, Gary. Well, let's go back to the basic plan that corporations ought to have. They ought to have their vision real clear in their mind. And whether they're a $20 million company or a Fortune $500 500 company, the clear plan of what they want to be in the next three to five years. What are the issues now they're facing with the competition? What new products, what new services do they want to, uh, to bring on? So with that, clarity, and then you're trying to align your people needs and being very clear about who of our executives really can keep up, who of our executives can move us forward, and which ones can't. And we have probably half of our searches that are confidential to go in and replace somebody inside, or they are growth positions for succession planning purposes. So getting that alignment knowing the particular skills that you want, and don't settle. You don't get excited about someone that, if you've said a degree and an advanced degree are absolutely essential for the future of what you're trying to have for that position, don't settle, you don't interview, you don't talk to folks that don't have those kinds of key backgrounds. And then qualitatively, as you get a lot of data about these individuals, you have a lot of interactions with them. And if they can't play nice, if they can't lead, if they can't be a team player, you say no, and you move on to somebody that can. No, oh, I think that's it. And I think that's very important for, you know, it's, it's an endorsement for you, Gary, and why it's very, very important that when people are making um, 
high level, you know, a high level, important hire, not necessarily high level, let's just say important hire, um, to contact somebody like you because you, you probably provide the necessary background checks as well, am I correct? We certainly do. Yeah, and um, we've seen all too many times the embarrassment of bad hires. And, you know, particularly if you are a mid-sized to large company, and absolutely if you're publicly traded, it, it gets into the press when this guy comes in and this guy goes out, and it just doesn't look good, and that's where you get into my area of branding and PR, and it makes such a bad reflection on the company to keep on having people in and out in a revolving executive chair. Well, and it's so expensive. Think about a $20 million company that's trying to hire a new number two. They make a mistake. And they really are putting at risk the entire $20 million. If you've got a $2 billion company, you've probably got 100 executives at that level. And so it's diluted a bit. But nevertheless, monetarily, it's still out there putting your 10 or $20 million or $200 or million or so at risk. And not only the hard costs, but the soft costs are uh, very, very expensive. So that's what we are able to partner with our clients to do to increase the odds immensely that they're going to get a better fit. Very well said. So, uh, you know, in summary, as we end this show, Gary, I just want to say to listeners out there and, you know, people who are in the position to hire, um, don't be impulsive. Don't make the decisions out of ego. Hire somebody like Gary and Sanger and Associates to make sure you make the smart, correct decisions that can ensure um, positive results for your operations for the long term rather than short term gain. And um, this, Gary's website can be seen at www.sangerassociates.com. And I will endorse Gary as being really, really good at what he does with a lot of experience and probably makes his clients very happy. So, Gary, thanks for joining us. Cindy, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on your show again. I look forward to the opportunity uh, in the future, and happy holidays to everyone. Okay, well, thanks again, and I will see you real soon. All right, very good. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. I am an American idol. I got synthetic I kill my mama I am a death row psycho. I am